Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. On Saturday, the FT published a list of the top 50 women chief executives in the world. And loving such lists, I settled down over breakfast to study it. First, I admired the double string of pearls worn by the CEO of Avon, the pearly white teeth of the Sarah Lee chief, and the spookily perfect skin of Yoshido Shinohara, founder of Tempstaff in Japan, who looks younger than I do, but turns out to be 74. Next, I read the secrets for their success. The number one woman, PepsiCo's Indra Nooyi, says you must work hard and have fun. Irene Rosenfeld at Kraft says you must follow your passion. The others talk about the importance of having a mentor, of being yourself, of work-life balance, of teamwork and of being humble. Reading this, I felt I was sinking into a low-slung foam chair from which I couldn't get out. It wasn't that there was anything in particular to disagree with. It was that these women, all of whom who have achieved exceptional things, mindlessly repeat the caring, sharing views that every modern CEO, male and female, is now required to have. There was only one discordant note... This was sounded by Dong Mintsu, who runs a Chinese manufacturer of air conditioners and is rated the ninth most important businesswoman in the world. I never miss, she says. I never admit mistakes, and I am always correct. I read this and laughed. It was so bracing, so shocking, so out of line that I thought it a joke. This is the management equivalent of saying that one is into incest, or has a lot of respect for paedophiles. Yet Sister Dong, as she is sometimes known, has achieved results. Gree Electric Appliances has achieved total shareholder returns in the past three years of 529.5%. Compare this with Avon, say, where Andrea Young boasts that her biggest inspiration is the 6 million strong sales force. Alas, it seems that listening to six million ideas may have distracted her from the bottom line. Her return over the same period is a poor minus 10.5%. One might argue that the Sister Dong Never Wrong school of management is something that only works in China, where the fondness for autocracy is considerable, and the theory of management is still about making money, and hasn't evolved to include such soppy practices as mentoring or 360-degree feedback. Yet last week I went to see The September Issue, a documentary about life at American Vogue, and can confirm that the Sister Dong Never Wrong approach can work quite brilliantly in the most highly evolved and most competitive of industries, fashion. Anna Winter, the magazine's editor, is Sister Dong's Manhattan soulmate. In the course of the film, one of her staff comments that working for the magazine is like belonging to a church. Does that mean Winter is the high priestess? She's asked. 
No, she replies, more like the Pope. For 90 minutes, we see a not very personable, deeply repressed woman who never praises anyone and hardly ever smiles, getting into and out of chauffeur-driven cars and telling her underlings that their work is ugly or boring. Yet for 20 years, this woman has hung on at the top of her business, while most CEOs, male and female, last four or five years before they're spat out or squashed. Alas, Winter did nothing as vulgar in the film as to reflect on her own success as a dictator, so I'm going to attempt to do it for her and explain how a tyrant can rule in the West. Step one. Have a genius as number two who dares purse their lips disapprovingly when you get out of line. Winter's greatest asset is Grace Codlington, her flame-haired creative director, who has lasted 20 years too. Step two. Make decisions. Most CEOs consult, dither, look over their shoulders, fret about upsetting people and change their minds. Winter simply decides. And when she's decided, that's it. Step three. Command respect. Watching the film makes one realise what an enormous deal respect is and how it's not won by being nicey-nicey. One luckless underling, who had been given a frosty bollocking, said to the camera, I'm going to kill myself. But the next time we saw her, she was still alive and had redoubled her efforts to do better next time. Praise, it seems, is far less effective as a motivational tool than the desire to please the Pope. Step four. Be right. Like Dong, Winter thinks she's never wrong. But in Winter's case, the extraordinary thing is that she almost never is wrong. Partly this is because she is very clever, very experienced, very hard-working, and minds more than seems reasonable. But it's also because she's been so right for so long that she is now right by definition. If Anna says fur is in, it's in. If she says Sienna Miller's hair is lacklustre, then it is lacklustre. Pulling off the same feet with air conditioning must be harder. For Sister Dong, and for all other CEOs who run complicated global businesses, it's terribly hard to tell if they are actually wrong or not. And in the meantime, they have a choice. Either rule by fear, which still works in China and in fashion, or rule by banging on about passion and mentors and hoping that if you are wrong, no one will notice. 